from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got to play this for you. I've been obsessed with this video. I've watched it like 16 times. I need to play something off my computer. Oh, sure. Hey, when you go to the gym, Mocha, do you go full wiener out? What? Excuse me? When you're changing? So? Or are you always like toweled, discreet? No, discreet, man. You are? Yeah. Yes? Uh-huh. Okay, all the time. All the you time. Never, you're never just out. Never. Never. Shem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Let me yeah. go, go back. Yes. If I know, if there's absolutely nobody there. Okay. No one. Right. I will. Yes. Be completely nude. Okay. And quickly put my. Okay. Okay. My clothes on. Okay. Shem? I wear my towel actually up underneath my armpit. Okay. And cover myself. Like a mom? Like, like, like a mom. Really? I always do. <laughs> I don't do it around the waist. You up around Wait, the waist? Wait, right? Like, yeah, like I cover like my breasts. Really? It's the strangest thing. I've done it wow. since I was a child. It's super weird. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but everything oh like waist, waist below is like exposed I'm, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I just. Yeah, yeah, easy, uh-huh. pal. Okay. <laughs> it's actually not a towel. It's a duvet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, damn it, Maury. I go into the bathroom stall to change. Okay. Uh, I know for women, uh, the Baroness Von Sketch Show did a great thing about this. So what I'm going to play you is a guy breaking down um, how guys treat nudity at the gym based on an age range. Okay. Okay. So this is a guy on Instagram who broke this all down, and, it, and it's one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard. Okay. Okay. So this is his take from people who are 16 to 20 at the okay. gym. Guys. Okay. I can't believe all these old guys just walk around with their d- out all the time. It's disgusting. I will never be like that. Okay. So that is 16 to 20. Here's 20 to 30. All right. I'm going to start showering and getting dressed in here, but no one's going to see my d- Okay, no one. Uh-huh. Okay, here's 30 to 35. All right, I'm going to start taking my d- out, but I'm not going to show it to anyone. I'm not going to flaunt it. All right, it's going to fly completely under the radar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's 35 to 45. All right, my d- is going to be out for a little bit more extended period of time now, but I'm not going to be weird about it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to shove it in anyone's face, but I'm done hiding it. If you look, you look. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's 45 to 55. If you know, you know. I don't really care anymore. My is coming out. Okay. If you want to look, go ahead and look. I don't. I don't really care. Whatever you want to do, but I'm not putting on a towel. Okay. <laughs> Here's 55 to 65. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to have full conversations entirely with my out. I'm going to ask you how business is. I'm going to ask you how your wife and kids are doing. I'll have some political banter. We'll talk about the stock market. All with out. Yeah. If you've got a problem with it, just don't look. Okay? If you look, that's on you. Okay? And then here is 65 plus at the gym. Every single person in this locker room needs to see my hanging <laughs> The first thing they see when they get in the locker room, that's fact. the last thing they see when they leave the locker room, 
When they go home to their wife and kids, I, the only thing I want them thinking about is my <laughs> Everything I do <laughs> will be out. Shaving, it's <laughs> out. Steam room, you, you better bet there's a big old <laughs> coming out. Hair dryer, <laughs> these young kids need to know that it ain't gonna be compact down there forever, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Life it's the most, lessons. It's the most accurate thing. Yeah. It's the most accurate thing. The first time I was ever in a steam room, I was like, what is the hell going on in here? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, quickly, this year's top Google trends. So Google started to do trends as opposed to searches. Okay. Okay. One, because Taylor Swift would just be number one on every list, oh. right? Yeah. So Taylor what, Swift tickets. So what they've done exactly now is they've done trends. These are the uh, things and people and events that have happened and they, where they spike over a period of time within the year, okay? Otherwise, okay. Taylor would be number number one. Oh, um, I so, got it. Yes. The breakup of the bloodline in WWE. No. Is that on there? No, it Probably is not. Probably not even top 10, Mocha. No, no. What? It is, it is not. The Uso brothers? No, it is not. Why? Uh, How the, is that not? What's going on, uh, people? The, the, the top people searches? Jay Uso. Uh, no. Lil, Jimmy Uso. No, Lil Tay. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Travis Kelsey, Jeremy Renner, and uh, DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills was number one. Okay, okay. Those all make sense. Uh, sure. Actors, Pedro Pascal, uh, Danny Masterson is on there. Jimmy Fox is on there. Jimmy mm -hmm. Renner. So basically anybody who has fell on hard times, except yeah. for Pedro Pascal. Okay, that he's just makes handsome. sense. Uh, Mando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most hum to search songs. Oh. Hum to search. Great. Okay, go. Hit me. Uh, number five was Until I Found You by Steven Sanchez. Mm -hmm. I don't know that song. Uh, Tom's Until I Found You. Hum it. A song called Tom's Diner. Oh, yeah. A song called Ballin' by Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. How's that go? Hum it, Shem. Oh, it's nearly not radio appropriate for me to hum. No, hum. Yeah. You can't even you can't hum, hum it. it. It's that dirty. I know there's swear words, but you like. Can hum a swear word? How do you do that? Just mm, try hum, it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow. Number yeah, three, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kill Bill by SZA was the yeah. second most hum song. And then uh, number one was uh, Seven Nation Army by White Stripes. <gasps> Love that song. Mm at this. Hold on. Pause for one second. Hold on. Okay. I know Mocha, exactly Mocha, who it is. Mocha, Mocha, you go. Okay, pause. Shem, you go. Maria, you go. Maury? Yep. Yeah, then we found it. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everybody together. One, no, two, no, three. No. We're going to try it. Wait. Okay. Try. Um, okay. So everybody except for Maury. Okay, ready? One, yeah. two, three, let's go. Now, only Maury, go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Stop. What are you laughing at? Nothing. The tree. You. <laughs> Mocha's the only one that's got a Christmas tree behind him. 
I know, but it's not lit. It's half lit. No, part of it's lit. Yeah. But the part that you see on camera, <laughs> like the most important part. <laughs> is not, <laughs> that the, Looks pretty. Don't worry yeah. about it. That's cool. 11 days till Christmas, gang. <laughs> yeah. Christmas you know, spirit. We do one light a day. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it, okay? By the yeah. time... It looks festive, though. It looks good, I think. By the time Jesus' birthday happens, this whole tree is going to be lit up. <laughs> Feels very religious. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. It's all good. How's everybody doing? It's such yeah. a, oh, my God, so good. Oh, yeah. my God, so good. Why are you so good? I, I just had a great night. I had a good uh, good sleep. What did you do last night? I met Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah, Timothee? Yeah. Are we going to play that today? Nah, it's boring. Well, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. It's boring? Yeah. Boring. Timothy Chalamet was boring? How's so boring. boring. Who are you going to believe? <laughs> so boring. Nobody showed up. It's unfortunate. Whoa. Nobody showed up to the Wonka thing last night. Maury, <laughs> on, the, on the who you believe front, just so you know, it could be you and a Hamas spokesperson. I'm believing a Hamas spokesperson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Topical. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Damn, you son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, That's, uh, you know, whatever. It's early. Wow. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening, don't worry. It was packed right. last night. It was a great interview. It's it's nobody awesome. nobody say anything. <laughs> what was it? It'll be cool, right? It was was it a red carpet? Gold carpet, and oh, there yeah. were I've never seen this many fans before really? in a long yeah. time. Yeah, they love that dude. Oh my god. I watched the trailer for the for Dune Part Two last night. And, and I don't know why I'm so excited about it, because I really didn't like Dune One. You know what? That it, movie, it, like it just felt Dune? like half a movie. It, yeah. it was half a movie. It made a like a ton yeah. of money, right? Yeah. I haven't talked to a single person that when I said, hey, was doing good, they're like, "Eh, all right. Yeah, because oftentimes when you do these big giant epics, um, and and, and also there was a lot of people because they really, like when you watch that first trailer, Zendaya is in like 80% of the scenes in the trailer for the first movie. And Zendaya is only in like 10 minutes, less Mm. than 10 minutes of the first movie. So people are kind of like, no, she doesn't die. She just, her character, her character doesn't play out until movie two, but they, they, they made her such a part of the trailer for movie one that you were like, oh, like what she was in the movie for like six okay. minutes or something like that. Can you explain what the hell is the movie about anyway? Dune? I have Great no idea. Question. Harvesting spice. Like like spices? No, it's like I don't know some space drugs, dust. some space, space drugs. Yeah, I think I don't know. Or, that whole some, thing was about space drugs. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, but, ca- there's a character in Star Wars. They were yeah. accused of uh, being a spice runner. Yes, which meant yes, like space drugs. I guess sure. Were they a girl or yes. they a spice girl? But I will like I had I have no feelings right now towards Dune One. Right, mm-hmm. like I was just like ah, I saw it. It was fine. I never watched it again. Nothing but hype. But, but I watched the trailer for for Dune Two yesterday. I got goosebumps. Yeah, I'm like this movie looks so incredible, and I don't know why I'm so optimistic about Is it. Is Batista when, in it again? Uh, yes, he's in okay. the trailer very briefly. Okay, briefly. Isn't he in the trailer? Yeah, a lot. But I think that she's probably going to be in this movie. And Timothy Chalamet. Who else? Who else is in it? Um, Josh Brolin's in it. Oh, I like him. Florence Pugh's in it. Who's awesome? Uh, Jason Momoa is not in this one. He was in the the first one. Um, Who else is in it? Oh, Christopher Walken is in it. Oh, really? Uh, Like the cast is incredible, and the movie looks. (laughs) Excuse me. Too much spice. (laughs) Wait, was Christopher Walken in the first one? No. Oh, wait. Did you say Christopher Walken's in this? We're not doing impressions right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like I, I got excited about it. And then well, Christopher Walken like, shows up in the movies. He's like, welcome to Dune okay, 2. 
No, Ladies he's more and like, gentlemen. I oh, love. Maury, we're not doing impressions right now. Turn your microphone off. <laughs> we're not. No. Oh, I thought we were. Oh, here comes Maury. I love spices. Am I on still? Are we here? Oh. Okay. Oh. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Hey. Welcome to the Rosamoak Show. <laughs> I can't hear anybody. Welcome to Dune, too, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Canadian premiere of Wonka took place last night. Damn it, Maury was there. The uh, movie hits theaters globally tomorrow. Estimated at debuting with $35 million. Timothy Chalamet playing Willy Wonka. Hugh Grant playing the Oompa Loompa. Mr. Bean is also in the movie. Oh, yeah? Rowan Atkinson? Uh Uh-huh. Love that guy, man. Keegan-Michael Key, who I love Love as well. yeah. He's also in the movie. And um, it was a pink carpet or purple? Gold. 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 The golden ticket. I saw a video of uh, Timothy Chalamet hugging you. He was cloaking me. What does that mean? Like he came in from like behind, like he became like, you know, like he was caping you, cloaking you. Oh, that's yeah. a weird way to say that. I don't that. think that's a term, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what he, we use he at home. Cloaked? Oh, yeah. nah, it just looked like a regular hug. <laughs> yeah. He hugged you from behind. Yeah, he hugged you from behind. Why can't you just say he hugged you from behind? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, things getting weird with Dan Moore and Timothy Chalamet last night. I think Timothy, is he right behind me? Uh, Tim- uh, Timothy is behind me! Oh my god, dude. You said that this was one of the most challenging roles you've done. Why is that? Why was this so challenging for you? Because it was more physically taxing than I would have thought. Like uh, in Dune or The King, those were like obviously challenging war movies in some way. And this, I did not expect the dancing to be. I don't know what I was thinking. This was more challenging than Dune? Physically. Physically, I would say equally. But it snuck up on me because I thought if it was positive in spirit and everything that it would, uh, I don't know. I've got to ask you, how much chocolate was actually on set? Did you think there was going to be a lot and there wasn't that much? No, it was a lot. Too much. But I didn't have to eat as much as Hugh Grant or Keegan-Michael Key. No spoilers. <laughs> and uh, it was just, it was, it was a great time, through and through. Do you like chocolate? I do like chocolate. I do I like candy. I do have a sweet tooth. I don't like go chocolate, though, because of the sugar rush, and then you end up feeling kind of heavy. Amazing. I kind of, like, run down. Uh, this movie is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet so, you. So, because I... I want to watch the movie with as little information as possible. So mm-hmm. I don't watch any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Is this a continuation prequel. or a prequel? Okay, so mm-hmm. this is the Origin story, story of mm-hmm. Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka before yeah. he starts the chocolate factory? Before That's he murders right. children, yeah. Got it. Because we watch Cruz, who's six now, only recently got into, like earlier this year, into the Johnny Depp um, mm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. So we watch it a lot. We just watched it again last week. So the origin story is kind of told there in that movie, but I assume it's quite different uh, in this one. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Did you watch uh, yeah. it, right, Mari? No, no, I haven't. There was oh. no screening. No. Oh, 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 you just said that it was. You loved it to him. Yeah, why wouldn't I say that though? <laughs> Hold on, did you? You hadn't watched it. Did you lie to Timothy Chalamet? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, this movie is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bro, why would you lie to the guy? Like to make him feel good. <laughs> Do you think Timothy Chalamet needs you to make him feel good? Well, after cloaking me, you, I thought you, that it would be like a. Uh, this movie is incredible. Thank you so much. This movie is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. It was a deep hug, though. I will say that. 
He seemed like he was in a great mood. Oh, my God. Well, especially after a raving review like this. Uh, this movie is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lied to Timothy Chalamet. And, of course, fans were out there. Uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet fans, I might add. They're crying right now. What was it like to see? Like, you didn't even meet him. You're just seeing Timothy. What was that like for you? I generally don't know what to say right now. <laughs> he looks like... I don't know. I love him so much. So I've loved him for years. So it's like he's not a real person. And then all of a sudden I see him. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, I love him so much. He touched my shoulders in my hand. Oh, how did you? I. Oh, thank you so much. You're touching my hand that oh Timothy God, touched. I know. Oh, my God. How did that feel? So um, that, that was intense. That was insane. I don't know. I have a wave of emotion. Touch my shoulder now. He touched that. Oh, my God. Why? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love him so much. I love him. Thank you so much for letting me touch your hand. How far away can you see him? Let's look. Tell me Tell me what you see right now. Just like a beautiful man. Like, I can't even, like, I can't believe he's real. What does Timothy Chalamet mean to you? Oh, he's just such a nice person. I don't know. He's such a good actor. He's so sweet. Do you have a crush? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you went from lying to Timothy uh-huh. Chalamet to like being super well, creepy around so, people. Touch my hand. And, and, touch my shoulder. And and he needs you to make him feel good. <laughs> yeah. This movie is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Wonka in theaters everywhere tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did anybody else watch Leave the World Behind on the weekend? Oh, my goodness. No, it's two and a half hours. <sighs> Can you believe the Obamas produced this movie, Shem? Bruh. Is it good? Is it good? Uh, it's Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So is it good? It, it's, it's the, it is, it's, first of all, it's wild that it's based on a book, but it's mm. wild that the Obamas put their name on this because it's very predictive and it is like, it goes deep into that there is a global deep state cabal yeah. of elites who yeah, run, Illuminati, who run things but they're not powerful enough to stop it but they're just powerful enough to get warned about it that's the obamas illuminati come but, on now but like bro like i could understand like but the obamas put their name on this it's all full of symbolism of conspiracy illuminati <gasps> 666 yes. obey like all this other all this I'm other stuff right? you watch this netflix, netflix. Oh, oh i yo, gotta any, watch this tonight any uh any flat earth stuff no, no, oh, no, no, bro. No, oh, no, 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 no. It, no, it's the destruction of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, not flat earth stuff. It's not no, that no, kind I of conspiracy theory. No, no, but like you're talking theory. about conspiracy. Like, do they no, men? No, I- no, it is, no. It is the government topples from, so there's three steps, right? Topple the government from within. Yeah. Fill the world full of disinformation. Yeah. And let the people kill each other. Yeah. I'm into it. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. That's, that, that's, so, the, that's the three, that's the three steps. Do you think the Obamas, like the film was put together first- Filmed everything, then presented to the Obamas. No, before, no, 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 or no. They like had their hand very early on in yeah, development. Yeah, they, they're, 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 they're the producers of it. Yeah, they got <sighs> it made. So it was based on a book, but it's uh, it's a terrifying <sighs> wow. look at what it, it's not so far fetched. Like the, that's the crazy thing about no. the movie is that it's not it's it's not far enough fetched that you mm. can actually enjoy it. It's a very unenjoyable movie. It's a good movie. I like. I, I I thought it was a decent film. Like unenjoyable, as in it's too close. Oh, okay. Okay. It's too close. Right. Oh. Yes. I. I. I yeah. I, I don't. 
I don't disagree with that. I, I think the thing that really got me about the movie, without spoiling anything, yeah, uh, please don't spoil was the ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers, terrible. guys. The like, ending why was... Why would you say it's terrible? What do you mean? <sighs> I just finished saying three times, no spoilers. We didn't say a spoiler alert. It's a movie about the end of the world, and the end is terrible. Yeah. Like, how, how is that, that a spoiler? That one of two things. How is that yeah. a spoiler? Like so it's a 50, 50 it, could literally, it could literally be one of a million things. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anything. I just didn't like, like spoiler it. Like the world. The whole up. story is terrible because it's about the end of the world. So if it's terrible, that means the world could end at the end of the movie. It or, is, but it's. I'm telling you, like they they make such a point to go into, like this guy, you know, like the the, the sort of financial systems, and he mentioned cabal, like all this stuff. Like it's just so wild to me that all the crazy things that people think are going on in the world, mm -hmm. right? Like whether you look at it as fiction or there's a grain of truth to it, but all of these crazy notions yeah. of how the world can just go to hell, the Obamas put their name on all of that. That's crazy to me. Yeah. How many yeah. times? Like, does it not validate so much? I mean, yeah. that's the point. Oh, yeah. Because they know. They know. They're like, here, here's my notes. Yes. <laughs> you right? got that wrong. Here's yeah. how it would actually happen. <laughs> Don't they say, though, that right. they try to put that stuff in front of you so you feel like it's not real, but it's real at the same time? Bro, listen. Maria, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Look around, Maria. <laughs> it's all happening. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a terrifying movie in the sense that it's very close. Like it's very close. A garbage ending. Shut up, Sham. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Sorry. Like, what did I say? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ooh. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's the matter with you? I'm Why y'all out of breath? You know, it's a busy time of year. Yeah. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot going on. Okay. A lot going on leading up to Christmas. You're allowed to be busy. Yeah. A lot of big things on yeah. the House of Mocha show happening. That's true. That's uh, true. Leading up to and also during the holidays. Yeah. So it's a lot. I was here until 12 o'clock yesterday. Damn. Damn. And then I went home and I did some more work. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. When do you take time for you? Christmas. Yeah. As of Boxing Day, when yeah. all the family. Yeah, hey, I saw you did a commercial for some liquor company yesterday. Yeah, they what's that? Good money. They did, huh? Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you that. You think I'm doing that, that stuff well, for free? No, I, I mean, I assume they I assume they paid you, but <laughs> I mean, you do drink for free. Like you actually, every other time you drink, you pay to drink. Correct. So it's nice to get paid to drink. Oh yeah, I got the bag on this one. You did. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I saw that. You're, you're it's like a uh, like a, you're like in the grony man now or whatever. Like. You know what I mean? Bourbon. Bourbon. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, bourbon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't drink bourbon, man. Why? I, on it ice? doesn't. Nah, it's not for me. I don't like straight alcohol. You just sip on it, man. It's not for me. I don't no. like. I don't enjoy it. It's. I don't not find even it like fun. Tequila. Like if you get like a nice tequila, I on can't ice? drink tequila. I can't drink tequila. No, but on ice. No, 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 no. I can't drink tequila. <gasps> you'd like. You'd love chocolate no. tequila. No, no, I, guys, Bro. guys, guys, shame, guys. Shame. I lich. Okay. Stop trying to convince me to drink tequila. When I, I said I can't drink Bro, tequila. it was like 30 seconds. We're not I know. Chocolate, for years. But it, it feels like, it feels like, it doesn't, it doesn't. Adding chocolate to things doesn't make it better. Yeah, facts. It actually I makes mean, it worse, to be honest. Any chocolate flavored thing. It makes it worse. Whenever something is chocolate flavored, <laughs> it's not good. No. Yeah. It's never good. Well, this was good. No. Oh, my God. Um. Anyway, 
So uh, you uh, now you have a bunch of those bottles. What's the company? Can you say the name of the company? Yeah. yeah. Ra- Rabbit Hole. What is that, Rabbit Hole? Uh, it's uh, just a Kentucky bourbon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It really is good. Is it good? It is. Yeah. I like it. You yeah. do? I sampled it. Yeah. Anytime. So... So what happens, right? Like, like what happens? Like they give you a bottle and they're like, here, drink this whole thing. And then tell us if we can pay you to drink more. Yeah. Here's how. Okay. I'll be straight up. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I've been in this situation before. Okay. Where a liquor company will reach out and say, hey, we have this endorsement deal. Here's how much. Yes. Or how much would you charge? Right. And tell them what I charge. Yeah. But I always say, can you send me, because if I've never had it before, of course. could you send me, even if it's a sample bottle, a small sample bottle, just yep. so I could try it. Yeah. Because if I'm not into it, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you, it's not really my thing. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Has uh, that happened before? It's happened multiple times where I've said no. Mm-hmm. To uh, whiskey companies, vodka companies, and actually tequila companies, mm-hmm. where they've sent yeah. me a sample and I've said no. Uh, and this one, they sent me the sample and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I was like, cool, let's, let's talk dollars. Somebody sent me one time years ago, I think it was like a bottle of vodka that had a blade of grass in it that a bison had pissed on. <laughs> Why would you drink that? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Did you yeah. try it? You ever seen this? Yeah, it tasted disgusting. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because it's got bison it was, piss. It was, it was the worst thing I'd ever had in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah, and in the in the bottles, a giant. But normally, you wouldn't drink alcohol that's got somebody's pee on it. <laughs> but in the, or in in the it. but in the bottle, it has a giant blade of grass in it. Like they put in the blade of grass, soaking urine. That, yeah, I guess it's like it tasted. That's what it tasted like. Yeah. Can you drink that, but not chocolate tequila? No, I, I can't drink tequila. No, because okay, te- tequila is like a narc- it's the, enough with the tequila for God's sakes. What if, it's a narcotic? It's not an alcohol. It doesn't do well with me. Okay, because I was going to suggest, what if the bison piss tequila? Yeah. Was chocolate flavored? No. Oh, oh no. good question. No, no, no. I, I have no time for any of that. I don't like straight alcohol. I don't drink vodka anymore. I don't drink any of that stuff. But you'll drink it's, grass. No, I didn't. I had one sip of this bottle and then it sat in my freezer for five years. So what's I, like your go-to drink, Ross? Nah, I'll just drink a can of something like a cider or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, does, I um, don't, uh, it's not for me. A glass of white wine every now us. and then with yeah. some ice. Liquor huh? taco out here. Yeah. Uh, Dom Perignon. Does that? that stuff go bad? Champagne. Champagne? No, I don't think so. It, be- it yes, gets it better with age. Does it? Yeah. Well, but it's because- not like wine where you can age it for like ever. Like oh. eventually you do have to drink the champagne. Okay, because in 20... 2006 maybe? Yeah. Somebody gifted me a bottle of, I want to say 1995 Dom. Oh, damn. That I have not yet opened. But I don't know if like damn. it goes bad. Damn. At that point, it's almost like a collectible. My grandmother still has the wine from my bris that she puts out every year. It's so weird that people sit around drinking when a kid gets circumcised. (laughs) 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 Such a weird thing. What if it was chocolate flavor? (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, who's this? This is Tixiana. I don't know if you remember me. Yo, oh my Tixiana! God. Holy! <laughs> Yo, we have not heard from you in forever. You are a Roz and Mocha super fan. 
been listening for years on years. And if I remember correctly, it was like two years ago, maybe you moved up to Northern Ontario, right? Yes, Thunder Bay, like beginning of 2020. Wow. All right. Uh, How's life? It's good. I'm back in uh, in Hamilton now. Oh, okay. For a bit. Yeah, I started re listening because I don't get you guys up. I didn't get you guys up there. Oh, okay. Uh, But we got a podcast. I know I did, but I kind of. Up for a bit because things were in grade. Because I moved there February 2020, and then pandemic hit in March, and it was all uh, yeah a big mess. Okay, so let's get to the the real reason Tixiana is on the show because she texted and said, "I have a bone to pick with Roz." <laughs> oh, what I do? Okay, honestly, it wasn't you. It's your book, oh. and it's not even. It's the fact that I haven't got my hands on it. So we ordered it last year when it came out. We ordered the signed copy right yeah and indigo just i don't know what happened but we're still waiting for it to get here oh damn that seems like (laughs) that's a problem Uh uh-oh yeah so obviously we're not getting it but so you haven't read you don't know anything that happened in the book in the memoir a little bit broken i only know the end (laughs) (laughs) i watched the video okay i cried because that is so so beautiful um but yeah i've been trying to get my hands on the signed copy, but obviously Indigo doesn't have it anymore. Right. Well, when so you get your copy, we can get a sign for you. No problem. Right, Roz? Can we do that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I, but like, I'm not going to Hamilton. <laughs> no, I'm not asking. <laughs> Nobody said that. Oh. Damn, no, man. I could send it in. I caught like a. Um, regular call. Don't worry, we'll arrange to have the book get here. Yeah, and then- I gotta I gotta send some books out to a, fr- a couple friends of Shem's anyway, so we'll, uh, is it okay if I, can I give you the, the, the paperback and, or not the hardcover? Yeah, that's alright. Yeah, okay, I'll get you I'll get you a signed paperback for you, because that's all I have oh, right I now. I don't have any hardcovers left. Oh, it's so nice to hear from you guys. It's been so long. I've been wanting to go in, but it's impossible to get in. Uh, yeah. Like just to call in. Everyone, yeah, you guys are too popular. We are. So, Tixiana, what we're going to do, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? okay? We'll get some info, and then we'll get that yeah. book out to you, okay? That's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> All yeah. right. Love you, and Tixiana. Mo- and Maury's going to talk you through how to get a refund, okay? All right. Hang Bye. on. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. JT not going to have a, a good weekend after this story that came out again Uh-oh. about Britney Spears' book, um, The Woman in Me. Mm-hmm. You remember the one line, because the, the audio book was read brilliantly by Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. And there's the one part where she's talking about during the days of Britney and Justin Timberlake dating JT and NSYNC. Huge, right? Huge. And at the time... According to Britney Spears, in her <laughs> recollection, NSYNC, more importantly, Justin Timberlake, would try to align themselves or himself with some of the most more urban culture yeah. and hang out with a lot of the black artists, right? And there's a picture that started going around the week that the book came out and this quote came out where it was like Justin Timberlake wearing a bulletproof vest <laughs> and a gold chain, I think, with... Um, an African pendant on it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You remember that? Wow. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. No. Went all in. Right? Uh, and then told the story of how... I'll play the clip for you again, but one time running into Genuine. 
His band in sync was what people back then called so pimp. They were white <laughs> boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine, what's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. <laughs> so People Magazine oh. caught up with Genuine. Oh, oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine. And asked him about that encounter, asked him about that meeting. And people said your name caught up, came up in Britney Spears' memoir because she claimed Justin Timberlake put on a black scent while meeting you. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. For shiz, for shiz, genuine. Genuine tells people, yeah, yeah, I definitely heard about it. People were calling about that. But I can tell you, I don't remember that happening. I truly don't remember that happening. If Justin would have did something like that. Oh, yeah. For shiz, for shiz, genuine. I probably would have looked at him like, why are you acting like that? If he did that, that would be something that I would remember. That would have definitely s stuck out. So, nah, I don't remember that happening. Oh, oh yeah. For shiz, for shiz, genuine. I would say at the time, you probably wouldn't have even noticed it because everybody talked like that. There were so many Justin Timberlakes. Man. That'd be a weird thing for Britney to make up. Yeah. Shem? I, I can tell you, as as a brother, yeah. Um, I get... <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah. I don't see color, Shem. Breaking news, man. Um, <laughs> I get... I, I find that the black scent thing happens sometimes, right? Like, people will come up to me and be like, yo, bro, what up, man? And be like, I'm good. Everything's everything's good. And, and I find it... I find it's their way of making themselves or maybe making me feel comfortable in yeah. the interaction. I find it hilarious. I'm never offended but by it. But then do you feel that you have to do it back? Oh, I sometimes I do it. I do it black, actually. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For shoes, for shoes. Genuine. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Baby, yeah. Yeah. Um, Olivia Rodrigo is going to be on SNL tomorrow night. Adam Driver is hosting. Olivia Rodrigo was on Jimmy Fallon's show last night. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about Instagram. Olivia Rodrigo has 35.4 million followers Damn. on IG. Olivia Rodrigo follows zero people. She's one of these celebs that follows <laughs> yeah. nobody. It's like Taylor Swift, right? And gets asked about it. Here's what Olivia Rodrigo told Fallon last no, night. You know, I... I try to follow zero people because it helps me be off of my phone, um, in, you know, off of social media. But I had this very embarrassing encounter once um, where I was stalking my ex, as one does, sue me, sorry. <laughs> and um, and uh, I accidentally followed him because I was stalking him. And I was just following one person, so it was super obvious that I was following him. And my friend ran into my room and was like, oh my God, did you mean to follow him? Like, unfollow him. And I went and I grabbed my phone. I'm like, oh shoot, oh my God. And I went to open the Instagram app and the second that I opened the app, my phone died. Oh my gosh. Charger. So I was just following my ex for a while. Did it, quite out, did it come out that you were... Yeah, and people are like, oh my gosh, she's hacked. And I'm like, yeah, you guys, be safe. Like, 
authentication. You weren't hacked at all. You you did it yourself. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my gosh. All right. So now, but you don't make that problem. You don't make that mistake. No, no. I have a Finsta now, so I'm safe. You have a Finsta. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a Finsta, Jimmy? I need a Finsta. Yeah, you need a Finsta. A fake Instagram. A fake Instagram, yeah. yeah so you can so just lurk and, and be curious. Yeah, and know? like things and look yeah. at things. And so Olivia Rodrigo mm. is another celeb who also has a Finsta. Interesting. I think you have to when you're up, when you're up in like the 30, 40 million followers kind of thing. Yeah. Because otherwise, you can't do anything. Like, you can't be rational and, and you know, sometimes you just want to like something. Like, as a person, you just want to like something. Uh-huh. You want to see a thing fly up where it's some interior designer that you don't know in some part of the world that you've never been to where they're like, hey, check out these drapes. And you're like, you know what? I like those drapes. Because mm-hmm. right? you don't want it to be a story. Olivia Rodrigo, you know, is a big fan of drapes. No, because then what winds up happening is then that person winds up making half a million dollars selling those drapes just because yeah, Olivia yeah, Rodrigo is yeah, yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to be a part of that, right? Like, yeah. everything has to be a big like, who giant knows? thing. Olivia Rodrigo may love but doesn't want to hit like on her real account, love visiting, like, Worldstar. Yes. Every day. Yes. Right? Yeah. Scroll through and see what she missed. Yes. Right? What street fights she missed. Thank you. But right? fences are also just for people to post, like, funny photos that they can't on their their personal. Do you have a Finsta, Maria? I don't, but a lot of my friends do. Why? Wait, what? They... Your friends? Yeah, they have Finstas. Why? Yeah. I don't just to post, like, funny stuff with, like, really, like... I don't know. Sometimes like out of like character? Offside, like out of character comment. But give, they, me an exa- but, give, me, give me an example. Can you pull up your phone right now? I'm not going to ask you to see it. Just like yeah. describe something. So like one of my one of my friends, uh, she broke up with her boyfriend like last year. And then so she posted something the other day on their one year being R- like RIP to the relationship. On the Finsta or the <laughs> on real? The Finsta, on the Finsta. But, but does she st- like it's all she's still following all the same people and all the same people are still following her. It's just no, doesn't have very, her name no, on it. No, it's a small group of people. But like, do they all a, know it's her Finsta? Yeah, because it's like, I like, I'm not going to say the name of the Finsta, but it's like, you know, it has like the name of like Finsta or like a completely different name oh, so you would never know. So it's like an inside joke for yeah, yeah. So like core group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like, I, I know how much of my friends even I use wonder, them. Like, girls are FBI agents. They use their Finsta to, to find oh, things too. To spy. <laughs> to spy. <laughs> to me, that sounds exhausting. I wonder if Olivia Rodrigo has something similar to your friends, Maria. If she has like celebrity friends in her world who know of the Finsta. And it's like an inside joke. If she's not following anyone on her main account. But I think with Finstas, the idea is they have to be private accounts, right? Like they can't be public accounts. No, Otherwise, no, what's they're the private. Point? Well, yeah, yeah, they have to be yeah, private. They have to and then be private. you have to request, and then if you get accepted, that means you're a close enough friend. Olivia Rodrigo right. accidentally following that ex, and then went That's to unfollow, damn. and the phone died. I know and she didn't have a charger. <gasps> it's like I, it's like when you scroll on Twitter and you're scrolling fast, and you're like right where because I think my hand might be a little bit like my thumb is the exact size, and my phone is the exact size that when I scroll. My finger goes right over the heart button. Oh no! When oh. I when I scroll, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of support for Donald oh. Trump on Twitter. Right now. <laughs> Be safe out there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Melissa in Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good morning. Good, uh, Melissa. When and where does your hell of a story take place? Um, my story takes place every Christmas. Every Christmas. And what makes your Christmas story a hell of a Christmas story? Um, because I have 26 Christmas trees. What? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. It sounded yes. like you just said you have 26 Christmas trees. I do. I have 26. 
And 26 Christmas trees where? Um, throughout my whole house. Inside. Most of them are inside. You have 26 Christmas trees in your house. Well, 25 are in the house. One's on my front porch, to be fair. Okay, like, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So where the hell are... <laughs> How big is your house? How big is your place? I would say we probably have a large house. It's not like a massive house, but... It's large. It has three floors. Are all 25 Christmas trees that are inside the house fully decorated? Oh, yes, absolutely. And most of them are full-size trees, like 10 feet tall, 9 feet tall. Oh, my God. They're all pretty good size. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) During the off-season, where do you keep the trees? Thank you. (laughs) We have a a finished basement, and there's a large storage room right off the basement. So, Mocha, click the link that that you have there and take a look at uh, uh, Melissa's house. Oh, my God. Look at all those trees. And when we talk like decorating, like these aren't like a couple baubles on these trees. Like every tree looks like a tree in a department store. Like Uh every tree has a different theme, right? Yes, absolutely. Like they're all different. So when you store the ornaments (laughs) for these trees, are they all stored like bin, you know, this bin is for tree number 25? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They all have their own totes. It'll be labeled. It's all organized. Have you ever tried to count the amount of ornaments you have? Oh, no. (laughs) No. I think I'm up to like 70 totes worth of ornaments, but I don't know how many ornaments there are. How long ago did you start collecting Christmas trees? Oh, um, I would say as soon as I became an adult. It's been a long time, probably about 22 years, just collecting here and there. So you started with one tree, and how quickly did it escalate that you needed more? Um, Well, in the beginning, not as fast because... Um, I was in the military. My husband in the military. So you have a weight limit. So you can't go over your weight limit. So once he got out, it really increased exponentially, especially once we got the bigger house. Okay. So when do you start decorating for Christmas? Um, September 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Melissa. You start decorating for Christmas before Labor Day? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. And is this like, is this a family affair or is this like a Melissa only um, activity? Like, does everyone get involved in decorating? I would say for the most part, it's a Melissa only activity. Sounds yeah. like it. Daughter. Sounds like it. Yeah. 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 Sounds. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like a mom thing. Um, so after the, after Christmas is over, how long does all your hard work stick around for? Like, when do you pull everything down? I mean, I guess it depends on. How, much, how fast to get tired of it, right? Like normally a couple weeks into January, I'll start to pull it down, but I leave up, uh, I transition into like winter. So I'll change some of my trees to like winter theme and leave like maybe four or five of them up. I don't take them all down at once. <laughs> what does your family think of all the trees? 26 trees that you have inside your home, Christmas trees. They love it. Like all my kids, they think it's great. Um, I think my husband thinks I'm a little crazy at this point. No. (laughs) No. Okay. That is incredible. Okay. So who is the one that's humping all those boxes up and down the stairs when it's time for you to start decorating? For the most part, it's me. If it's like a tree that's real heavy, I'll grab one of my boys to help me. But for the most part, it's me. Do you have one primary tree that like the presents go under or do you put presents under all of them? No, normally the Grinch tree that's in my living room, the main tree. Normally it's that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> your house. Your, your, it's just like, I, it's beautiful, but I just, I like, it's cluttered to me. Like, it's just so, <laughs> like, I don't know if I, like, I love Christmas and you sound like a wonderful person. I don't know how long I'd be able to sit in your living room. Like, it's so overstimulating. Do you ever find that it's like so overstimulating? 
Oh, no. No, it's okay. It's so comforting. It's <laughs> joyous. It makes me so happy. No way. Um, When you turn off, like, the kitchen lights or the living room lights or, like, the hallway lights, do you have enough lights on these Christmas trees that it would still illuminate that room as if all the lights were on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I leave them yeah. on all night, and so you can see through the whole house. Okay, so hold on a second here. Please tell me that none of the trees blink. No, no, okay, no. They're all solid God. lights. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, are you a multicolored light woman or are you a soft white? What's your... What's your? No, mostly soft white. I have one tree upstairs that has, like, green, red, and white lights on it, but all the other ones are all white. Okay, okay, because that makes a difference. People have, like, there's a line in the sand when it comes to what kind of lights on a tree. Uh, before we let you go, <laughs> Melissa, living in Pennsylvania in that house that's got 26 Christmas trees fully decorated, and you start decorating on September 1st, um, are you looking to add any more Christmas trees to the collection? I don't, at this point, I don't know if I have any more room. I think my husband will tell you, no, there's no more room, but I'm always looking for a good deal on a Christmas tree. You'll make no, it Your husband probably right? said no after tree number five. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows like, how happy it makes me. You're like, babe, we got no room. And you're like, yeah, watch this. <laughs> you bet. I got yeah. another corner open, right? <laughs> if I was your husband, you know what I'd get you for Christmas? What's that? A cat. <laughs> we, have, we have two cats. No, really no. Are they? Yeah. They don't like muck around and like hang out inside the trees? No. Like some, like one of them will lay under the tree. Pretty likely she'll knock an ornament off, but no, for the most part, they live alone. Oh uh, my God. Hold on. One more question. One more question. Melissa, is there a Christmas okay. tree in any of the bathrooms at home? No, I don't have any in my bathroom. I have a bathroom decorated like Grinch theme, but there's no trees <laughs> in the bathroom. Yes, you do. You're the best. You're the best. Uh, Melissa, well, the, the Christmas spirit it. is so strong with you, and uh, we thank you so much for being on Rosamoka's Hell of a Story. All right. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Are you there? Hi. Hi. All right. Man, I don't know what's been happening lately. Holiday season, whatever. But uh, a lot of people are reaching out. Like, I'm talking a lot about one specific thing. Vented moments. Anytime you want to reach out. You could be a part of the show. Just text VENT to 925 Yeah. And this is all completely anonymous, by the way. Yep. You Everybody. don't have to do anything. You don't have to give your name nothing. Uh, if you got something that you need to get off your chest, maybe it's about the people in your life. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion and you don't want to tell the people in your life. Uh, we give you the show. We give you the audience. We give you the platform. You can just VENT. So go ahead. Hi. So it's not a person. I am actually very angry with the Service Ontario or MTO or whoever it is that comes up with the seniors driving test for Ontario. <laughs> okay. My father is a bad driver, a bad driver, uh-huh. and has been since he was given his license. I think they maybe gave it to him out of fear. But <laughs> for years, he has said that he's going to hand it in when he has to do a test because he's a senior citizen now. Now, at, we're at that point where he's about to get to the age where he needs to be tested, and he asked me, to help him book his appointment. He wants to keep his license and wants to know what he needs to do. So I called and all it is is a vision test where he's going to be pointing in the direction of flashing lights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I asked, what is the cognitive test? Because I looked online and it said a sample question. I said, what else is involved in the cognitive test? And they told me it is the one question that is available online that I can help him practice for. (laughs) (laughs) And wait, it gets better. The test 
has nothing to do with driving ability whatsoever. He needs to draw a circle. He needs to put numbers on the circle to make it look like a clock. And he needs to put the hands at whatever time they tell him to on the test. <laughs> How does that show that a person is still able to drive? Yeah, that's sufficient, right? There. They should give that. They should give that test to Gen Zers. They'd all fail. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My father still uses the clock on his wall. He can draw a clock perfectly fine. He can point at lights perfectly fine what he can't do is drive <laughs> wow when you say he can't drive give us some, some examples no he he's just very nervous on okay. the road okay. so everything is like a complete stomp on the brake for everything <laughs> yeah you get whiplash approaching a red light and, <laughs> how old is he he will be turning 80. Oh, wow. <laughs> and at no point in time is anyone going to get in a car with him to see if he is able to drive. And that makes me so mad because then I'm now driving around knowing this. And when I see an old person cutting me off or doing something ridiculous, all I can think is, well, they knew how to draw a clock. Wow. wow. <laughs> they knew how to draw a clock. That yeah. was a great vented moment. That Damn. I, I, and, 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 and educating, too, because I had I had no idea. I had no idea that, no, you, don't, you, that I, you don't have to do some sort of like when you get to 80, you'd think that they'd have to stick a, a, an instructor in the car with you at least uh-huh. to go around the block. You would think. I mean, really, if you think about it, the last time anyone got in a car with any of us to see if we were capable of driving, we were what? 16, 17, maybe 18 years old? 35. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Well, Ross, you were in your 40s when you got your license, right? I was in my 40s when When I got When you actually got your license. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So if anyone from Service Ontario is listening right now and they needed to hear one message directly from you to them, what would you say? I know this whole thing was like, you know, a big message to them anyway, but to pinpoint. Fix your test. Get in the car with these old people and see if they're actually safe to be on the road because a lot of them are not, my father included. Wow, your own dad, huh? Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was great. I love him. I love him to death, but oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reaching out. We appreciate you. Can I do one quick shout out, please? Go for it. Okay. I'd like to give a shout out to my boyfriend, Jeremy, my two daughters, Chelsea and Emily, who listen with me every morning. To the Pantuflas Viejas, they know who they are, and to all of my friends listening at PCNT. Love you guys. Love everyone on the show. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. You want to hear Lance Bass and Joey Fatone sing some stuff? What? Sure. So I guess they showed up at some uh, like corporate holiday party. <clears throat> That's how a lot of artists make their money, man. They get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do these things. And most times you never hear about them. These uh, big private gigs that stars do. Unless it's like Beyonce who shows up to some prince's castle yeah, in Dubai. Exactly. Making $4 million to perform yeah. for 30 seconds. Yeah, but they, they tend to do these things. They make a lot of money this time of year. Especially guys like Lance Bass and Joy, Lance Bass and Joy Fatone. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, because the only thing anybody's really hoping for is that there's going to be an NSYNC reunion at some point. Mm-hmm. And this only helps fuel those rumors when two of the guys show up and... And do some stuff, but I, I couldn't pick the the voice because like, I guess maybe I don't know Lance's Lance's and, and Joey's voices as sort of well as I thought I did because to me I was listening to this and I'm like it doesn't really sound like either of them. Oh. You help me out on this, Shem. All right, help me you. out on this. Oh, 
Oh, I know. That's Joey. Is that Joey? Yeah. 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 Like, to me, it sounds kind of weak. No? Am yeah, I wrong? It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound in sync. Like, at all. They sound off-key. Sounds like karaoke. Like, they sound like decent, like... It sounds like they're dancing oh, and trying to sing at the same maybe, time. Maybe, and that's why maybe, it sounds a little maybe, bit off. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. it's like... I mean, you know... I think you need the you need the lead Justin. Like who are we missing? Like who's who's missing? Justin uh, and JC. Yeah, JC. You think Justin, Justin? and JC specifically? Yeah. I mean, you're after missing. a few drinks, I'm sure they sounded perfect. Oh, I'm sure that everybody at this party was like, "This is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life." Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds sort of weak, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a hater, especially when somebody's singing Christmas songs. Yeah, but it's a corporate sound system. <laughs> That's why you have lead singers and you have backup singers, right? Yeah, I guess. What song is this? Is it an NSYNC song? Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you don't know the NSYNC Christmas song? No. You hear it every year. Every year. Where? I promise you every single year you hear this song. Mocha plays it a lot. I've never heard this song before. I promise you you've heard this song. I'm listening to it, and I'm telling you I've never heard this song. It popped up on a playlist at your house, I bet. Guaranteed. No, 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 no. Everybody, no. like, Maureen sure, knows the song. I've never heard she this knows song. If you've been at a mall in Christmas time, you'll have heard this Guys, song, too. I'm oh, yeah, sure no. Ross heard it yesterday and doesn't remember. No. Shut up, Maureen. <laughs> Why are you rubbing hair like that? What's that? <laughs> I'm trying to it's think. giving him a headache. <laughs> it is. Making that hard. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, I never heard this song. I like it, though. It's a beautiful Did song. Did it do well? Yes. Yeah. It's Absolutely. a classic. Yeah. It's it on playlists every year. It's a classic. It is. We throw around that word way too liberally. No, it a is classic. a classic. It is not yeah, yeah, yeah. a classic. It pops up on playlists every single year. It is not yeah. a classic. And like when the Christmas stations start playing their Christmas music, this yeah. is always in like a no, high rotation. No, it's filler. This is not a classic. Well, I mean, terrible example. This is This is a very bad example. Is but it, it's a though? good song. Is it how and much sing. better is the actual song than this? <gasps> oh, so much better. So like really like and yeah. sing Merry Christmas Happy Holidays. I can I can't imagine what any the, uh, what anybody could do to the song to turn this into something decent. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Nah, I don't know. I'm almost sure the last time you heard it, you were like, hey, this is a good song. I, stop it. Yeah. Rub your head again. First of all, I would never share that kind of information with you, Maury. You know I don't like you knowing what I like. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if we're going to be getting a white Christmas, y'all. I hope not. You don't want one? No. Why wouldn't you want that? The snow sucks. Um. Wow. But it's festive. You're a mean one. No. Mr. Grinch. Okay. Okay. I'm fine if it snows like on Christmas. It's pretty, everything else. It's fine. It's fine. But I, when you, if you're listening to this show and you live somewhere that is a little bit more rural, whatever, right? Snow is a very different thing. Because snow stays pretty until it melts Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like in your yard, on like around your house, everything else, it stays pretty. When you live in the city, like I live like in the city on a tiny one-way road Mm -hmm. and there's no space for anyone, snow is pretty for about 15 minutes and then it's gray and gross. And that's what I hate. That sounds Hmm. sad. 
It's gray and gross. Sounds like you're describing yourself. <laughs> gray and gross. Boom, roasted. <laughs> also. This is 911. Do you have an emergency? Yeah, I think we're about to witness a murder in a second here. <laughs> the way Roz is looking at Maury right now. Oh, I'd God, be scared. this is so awkward. It's so funny. <clears throat> you got Shem, anything else, Maury? Shem, Maury, and I are just going to sit back. Uh, sorry, Shem, Maria, and I are just going to sit back, let the two yeah. of y'all figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That was funny. I'm going to enjoy that. What was funny? I, I, I love it. I love jokes. Explain it to me. I didn't get it. Because you said that, you know, snow is gray and gross. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it sounds like you're describing yourself. But why, though? Because you're gray. And? Gross. Am I? You lick your phone. But am I gross? Well, I know what gross is. What's that? Like, I know other grossnesses. What's gross? Sometimes you. But what is gross? Why are you ruining the joke? I'm not ruining the joke. I just didn't get it. I'd like you to explain it to me, please. I don't need you to get it if other people got it. But it was a joke at my expense. Yeah. If you're going to make a joke at my expense, I love jokes. Just please explain it to me. I didn't get it. Well, I'm going to say the exact same thing again. You said gray and gross. Yeah. About snow. Yeah. And then I said, oh my God, it sounds like you're describing you. But, but in what way, though? Gray and gross. But how, though? Explain it. I don't think it, it. needs to have a, a actual explanations if it's just funny, like it just sounded funny. But what's funny about it, though? Everything. I love to laugh. Explain to me. Hold on. Do we need to... Uh, this hasn't happened in a while. Sorry to interject. Yeah. This hasn't happened in a while. No, no, go ahead. But anytime Maury likes to tell jokes, yes. we usually open the Razamoka comedy Oh, club. yes. Oh, so maybe yes. Maybe this will help. So. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, Comedy Club is now open. Okay. Uh, Shem, Maria, and I are going to step back. All right. Okay, so you need to describe Snow again. Let's do the whole thing. Right. Okay. Right. And why don't I? Why don't I be your opening act, Maury? Yeah. Go ahead. Is that is that better? Yeah. And I'll just. Jump All right. In. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? Yeah. Did you hear the one about Damn It, Maury? <laughs> he died. <laughs> Comedy Club is now closed. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Haven, hello. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Very good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, we talked to Haven back in October, Roz. <laughs> Haven yep. was uh, in a singing contest. He was competing and made it through round one, made it through round two. And it I remember correctly, it was for a Cantonese publication, I believe, and yeah. you sang in Cantonese, right? Correct, correct. All right, so you've been making it through all these rounds. What's the latest update, bro? Uh, yeah, after audition, first and second round, I wasn't doing very well on the first, so I have to do the reborn thing, so there's a third round, so... Uh, I made it through at the end, so I'm going to the finals this coming Saturday. Wow! Oh, oh yes! Right. Hey, Vin, going to the finals! That's amazing, dude! Yeah. Okay, how many other people are you competing against? So so, so there's uh, a, a group of 45 plus and oh 45 God. under. So I'm obviously on the 45 plus. Oh, 45 so age, age, 45 yeah, years correct. old. Okay, so 45 yeah, so. years old and and older. Um, so how many of you are competing Eight. in that category? Eight. Eight, yeah. Okay. Have you formed like a friendship with those other 
Other yeah, folks? Yeah, yeah they're, they're all, they're all like, we all like singing and we are all like, you know, uh, at the same age, sort of. And we, we are all nice people trying to have fun. And yeah, it's going to be a good show. We, we will have our own songs with the live band. So we have a lot of rehearsals. And there's also like small groups that they group us at, uh, um, with like four people. Uh, so we have to do a duet. Is there any significance to the cutoff being 45? That seems weird to me. Because um, uh, the Singtao Chinese newspaper is celebrating their 45th anniversary. That's why. Okay. 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 So not only are you competing, so they're they're doing this like big extravagant show. So you have to partner up with someone else to to do a duet and then uh, group as well. Are you you, like, are you psyched about that? Or are you just like focused on winning the entire thing as a solo artist? I I don't think that people are really good. I'm not focusing on winning to be honest i'm really trying to have fun and enjoy the uh, experience i think it's a lifetime thing i've never done such a thing and uh, question to you guys yeah. um on a, the big stage like with like 700 audience at the end of the day i think around there uh, I, I don't know like have you guys done it before and was it like nerve-wracking and tips for me <laughs> um i would not do it <laughs> See, Roz and I are complete opposites where that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I can get on a stage in front of, you know, thousands of people and yeah. get on a mic and Mocus talk really and, like, hype people up and, like, introduce, like, an artist or whoever, introduce someone on stage. Whereas Roz is more reserved and doesn't like it. all the eyeballs on him, right? But hey, then you've been through this multiple times already, right? Like yes. you should be, you should be okay. I think like with the confidence that you have, with the voice that you have, with the talent that you have, I think that you'll be able to to block out anything that makes you feel uncomfortable or nervous to uh, to get uh, through those performances. Yeah. I, I'll try. I'll try. Like I said, I'm just gonna have fun. You know, it's a lifetime experience. I've never done it before, and. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a first time thing. Like the the first few rounds is a smaller studio, like a little school thing. Yeah, not the same as uh, seven hundred people theater, right? So yeah. So the last time we had you on the show, or the last two times, you sang for us, and uh, I want to know if for the upcoming competition on Saturday, have you changed the song choice? Or are you going to stick to what you know? I am sticking with what I know. Uh, okay. There's the first song for a competition. The yep. duet is a new one that doesn't count, like no points. Okay. And if you made it to the top of the group, you have to compete with the other top of the group. Oh, wow. And at the end of the day, the audience is going to um, be the judge. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's wow. the, uh, what's the, the duet? Is it like a, a Cantonese song or is it an it's English song translated? Mandarin song. Mandarin. Okay. Can you yeah, sing it's... your part a little bit of the uh, the duet? Oh, uh, I'm still practicing, dude. <laughs> okay. What about the song that you know that you are going to like kill it at? Can you sing a little bit of that? The, the thing was, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is the same one that we're going to I'm going to sing, yeah. But it's going to be live band, so it's a little bit different. So I have to actually practice with the live band and see how it goes. Oh, buddy, we are rooting for you. Um, Is your family going to be there, your family and friends? Yes. All there cheering you on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we bought tickets and stuff, so we'll see how it goes. My guy, Haven, we're going to follow up with you next week after the competition and see how everything's going. Uh, Good luck to you, man. I know you said you don't want to win, but like... Yo, I'm a competitive guy. I want you to win. I want you to destroy everyone else. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to kill them with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> You're too nice, so Avin. Nice. So nice, hey, love you, bro. Hey, we'll thanks, talk guys. to you thank soon, you. okay? Right you guys, Thank you. Okay. 
Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.